today's episode of Green Grass and High Tides, I'm going to be talking all about strawberries. Um, they're one of my favourite fruits and I'm really pleased to be sharing this with you in association with 44foods.com. They partner with UK producers who are passionate about the fantastic food they create, whether that's fresh fish from the Cornish coast or prime Scottish beef. Taking that passion for delicious food and delivering it with care direct to your door. 44foods.com Now, strawberries are the epitome of summer. A fruit that we've all got nostalgic memories of. We associate with everything from, you know, cream teas with your granny to Wimbledon. They are great dipped in a bowl of sugar in an eaten mess. Huge ways of enjoying them. But I think for a little fruit, they pack a punch full of flavour. And I think, therefore, they hold a very special place for us. My earliest memories of strawberries are picking your own with my family, going out and coming back with a punnet of strawberries to pay for. But very often the the incriminating strawberry juice around your chin and on your t-shirt really gave away that many of them were eaten straight there in the field. I think we've all got that sense when summer arrives of the first strawberries. If you've grown your own in your garden, you'll know this, that it's it's sort of such excitement, such anticipation. And I think the way that they are cooked and served and and treated in a kitchen is very much indicative of that respect that we've got for the humble strawberry. My my kind of other great memory of, of strawberries was having a competition cooking strawberry jam for the WI with my dad, where we both had to try and come up with a, a strawberry jam recipe that was worthy of the WI. And I think when you're faced with a group of ladies experts at jam making, there's very, very few things that you want to do to try and mess with the strawberry. So my dad, obviously knowing better, just did classic strawberry jam. I, with the naivety of youth, sort of, um, or exuberance of youth, I, I thought that I would try and be clever. And I think I did vanilla and gin or something, you know, just mixing it up. And it was tasty enough, but God, you know, they, they told me not to be so silly and to just make proper strawberry jam. So I think we are generally quite traditional, especially in this country with how we eat and, and enjoy our strawberries. But the plant itself, it does have a relatively short fruiting time. So we are talking sort of early summer to autumn and the plants themselves, they can be grown in many different ways. There's some really successful farmers who produce strawberries down here near me, just on the hills above Mevagissi, and they actually grow them without soil, almost hydroponically, but just in a, a growing medium suspended off the ground. But for me, the, the way that you do them traditionally is, is, you know, on beds of straw, just to stop them getting too cold and damp and mouldy, and, and it's a, a natural mulch to stop some of the weeds. But that's a key thing. I think I spent so many years being called, well, probably at primary school really, strawberry, James Strawberry rather than Strawbridge. It's kind of, it's a vegetable, or sorry, a fruit that I always felt a personal connection to. But the plant itself, it sends out suckers that you can basically replant at the end of the season. So you can keep strawberry plants going for a, a good few years. They like the sun. Some varieties will do okay if you've got a shaded position. And they are pretty hardy. I mean, the alpine strawberry or wild strawberries tiny little very almost like bubblegum sweet little fruit they they're hard to come by but you can grow them i'd say in slightly more shady conditions but commercial types of strawberry are 
very much sun-loving, so south-facing is where they'll do best. These sort of larger types of strawberries as well are um, very much perfect to sort of cut and come again and have a season where as soon as you see a good ripe one, take it and then keep an eye on that that fruit size. As the second year becomes, they, they actually are best replanted as well. Very often you'll want to just refresh the compost and ensure that you've got a good crop second year round. Uh, a bed of strawberries will you know last for up to four years if it's planted well, but I think you'll be lucky if you get that, if I'm honest, uh, just from previous experience. Before planting, you want lots of compost, uh, well-rotted manure is good as well. They work incredibly well in hanging baskets or raised beds, which does help give sort of good drainage, which is something that strawberries really like. They they do like well well-draining soil. In a greenhouse or a polytunnel, you'll get great results. If not, then think of just sunny, sheltered positions. Protect them from wet soil. As mentioned earlier, this is where the straw comes in. Or you can get special mats to put underneath them. But just a little handful of straw under the fruit as they begin to ripen and swell and get larger. I think that makes an enormous difference to just not the, the awful thing where you see a strawberry plant and you're like, oh, that's mine, that's mine. And then just at the last minute you know something happens or it gets eaten you want to you want to be on it basically because we're not the only people that find strawberries delicious so get there before the slugs and stales um, and avoid you know pests so use straw underneath Um, if it looks like it's going to be frosty in that early summer period you want to basically protect the flowers as well because they'll get frost damage it's not just the strawberries obviously the the flowers once they're pollinated and this is a come back to this pollination is key you know encourage pollinating insects and bees into your garden because they'll help ultimately with your strawberries but as i was saying if it looks like frost is threatening then protect them with some um, special horticultural fleece you know keep them warm if you don't have any of that you know try some bubble wrap Uh, just make sure that you look after them if you've got a heavy frost due that evening planting them and things as well is, is really quite straightforward you want to plant in late summer and remove the flowers from them to encourage them to establish their roots it's kind of if you're going for that next season you've got to really think carefully they're very similar to rhubarb actually where they've got the crowns the the part of the dormant plant should be in the soil and then spread them out enough so that they can send out fresh shoots and then you can always I use like a staple just to pin them down into another pot so you end up just trying to grow as many as you can and they do well yeah as I said under glass or under plastic in a, in a polytunnel or, or greenhouse. Water again is something to be aware of I think irrigation a bit of leaky pipe helps just get a good good amount of moisture into the ground without getting everything damp you don't want damp strawberries or you will end up quite easily with a bit of mold developing on them which is a real shame the strawberries i've got in front of me here from 44 foods i mean they are just epically huge beautiful ripe strawberries and i think that that is one of the amazing things that we've got now on offer is all sorts of different strawberries different varieties you've obviously got certain heritage varieties but i think generally it's something with strawberry growers they deal with such massive demand that they're after the best varieties and i think that's something that i completely leave to the experts growing them at home you can experiment but when it comes to these sort of ones i got here they are absolutely bang on perfect and i think that how and when to use them is don't wait too long you've got to you've got to get on and enjoy them you know a bit of clotted cream and a, and a scone with some strawberry jam for me that's that's just a classic way of enjoying them i think as well 
drying strawberries if you're very lucky and you've got a huge huge amount you can dehydrate strawberries make your own strawberry powder add baby alpine strawberries or just smaller ones into ice cubes so you've got a nice fruity ice cube in your pims i think that the concept of cooking with strawberries is something that is not done too often and i'm pretty keen on it i remember years ago i think well it wasn't too long ago there's a chef uh, yorkshire guy tommy back tommy banks i think yeah tommy banks so classic uh, dish he did in great british menu which is what's inspired my recipe today he used green or unripe strawberries and pickled them and i thought that was really clever i think that personally i would never choose to eat a strawberry before it's ripe because i love ripe strawberries but it does just show it's like with blackberries you know, we all want a good ripe blackberry, but near the end of the season, or same with tomatoes, you get to a point where sometimes they just don't ripen. There's not enough sunshine and not enough good weather. So finding ways to creatively use those unripe fruits is a great concept. And using some vinegar or acidity does really work with strawberries because they're so sweet. I mean, cooking with them or preparing them, macerating them with a sprinkle of sugar, I think is quite important. But I also do really enjoy strawberries with a tart, you know, like basil and, and balsamic vibe. So for today's recipe, when I go inside, I'm going to be cooking something ex completely extravagant and luxurious. It's turbot with strawberries and balsamic and some fresh herbs. Got some chives from 44 Foods and got some chervil from the polytunnel. And just going to be doing a really summery celebration type of a dish. I think that if you are looking to to serve strawberries this summer, then don't be shy about including edible flowers, you know, or sprigs of baby basil. Elderflower works wonderfully with strawberry. You can obviously pop it in your cocktails. You can make your own jams, jellies, preserves. I think that strawberry lemonade, really good retro classic way of doing it, like real lemonade, but with strawberries. There's something about the colour pink as well. This sort of real lightness that... If you actually blitz down a load of strawberries, you can make your own fruit leather, you know, with a bit of sugar, dry it in the sun. It's a very popular sort of thing nowadays, just having fruit jerky. Native Americans do a mixture of dried venison or, or sort of jerky with dried berries as a sort of protein, sweet, rich power food, really. So be adventurous with your cooking when you when you're approaching a strawberry i think too often they are slightly relegated to the classics and there's nothing wrong with that but i do think that there are so many ways of adding other flavors to strawberry to bring out its sort of delicate flavors so mint works incredibly well with strawberry i think that the idea as well of an eaten mess with meringue cream strawberries again that can be given a real bit of pizzazz with the use of you know light herbs like coriander uh, bits of citrus with lemon zest you could try adding some strawberries to a salad with parma ham and some crispy sort of crunchy lettuce or, or rocket for pepperiness and i think that 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 versatility is something that I think we'll see a lot more of with the strawberry, especially this summer, people being maybe a bit bolder with the way we approach cooking it rather than just strawberries and cream, which we all know, going back to my dad's at the beginning with the Women's Institute, we all know that the classics are going to be the best sellers. They're going to be the number one, uh, you know, smash hit of the strawberry world. It's going to be a cream tea or an eaten mess. But don't be shy about 
exploring that flavour with savoury recipes, with salads, uh, smoked strawberries. Sounds wacky, but wow, I did did some oak smoked strawberries a few years back and such a wonderful flavour. I could also see it being used a lot with, with gravelax, with curing salmon, with strawberry and juniper and hints of gin in there, you know. It's it's a it's a fruit I absolutely adore. I'm sure you all do too, because let's face it, it's not much better than a good strawberry. The recipe I'm going to go in, as I say, we're going to cook some turbot, uh, roasted off with uh, just flavours I think that marry well with the the essence of that summer strawberry, but giving it a bit of body, taking some risks and having a bit of fun in the kitchen. So get online, you'll go to your farm shop, get get out there, go buy yourself some strawberries while they're in season. British strawberries were biased, but I do think they are one of the tastiest fruits in the world. And um, right now, they're at their very, very best. This recipe for strawberries is pretty out there. Um, I love using strawberries for an eaten mess or on a good, you know, cream tea with clotted cream and a bit of jam. But I think that sometimes we overlook their ability to work with savory dishes as well so for this one um, i'm using balsamic vinegar and chervil with turbot king of the seas and i think it's fitting because obviously strawberries i think they are the queen of summer they're they're sort of one of the heralds of real good weather and get everyone excited about wimbledon and all good things british so i've got these beautiful strawberries from herefordshire and I'm going to prep these down and basically macerate them um, just for a short amount of time with a sprinkle of sugar. Um, then I'm going to drizzle them with balsamic vinegar just to accentuate their tart sort of flavour profile. Uh, and then chervil and chai for a nice herby flavour. But first of all, I've got to get some turbot in the oven. So I've got a beautiful whole turbot um, that I've got delivered along with the strawberries from 44 Foods. Got the oven preheated at 180. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay this turbot on a bed of aromatics and then we're going to baste it in its own juices as it roasts, um, cover it halfway through the cooking if it's looking like it's drying out at all. So to do that, I've gone for things that work well with strawberries. Now for me, fennel, orange and rosé say summer. So we've got some beautiful fennel bulb. I'm going to pop this in the base of the roasting tray. It's got wonderful anise sort of notes, obviously, but it's also, I think, very versatile uh, to use with seafood, salads, works really well as a, a base trivet. So that is going on the base. And then a lot of people would always cook turbot, um, as you can listen to, actually, I did a whole episode on turbot, um, with, you know, lemon and classic flavours. It's got that French... Uh, centerpiece vibe that no one really wants to mess with and I get that but um, for this podcast I do like taking a few risks so what I'm doing is using orange instead of lemon the reason I'm doing that is because I love orange with strawberry I think it also works really well savory with red onion and cherry tomatoes so some big chunky slices of orange I'm going to keep a couple back to go on top of the fish as well I mentioned rosé. I've got a nice bottle of rosé. So three on the bottom, three on the top. And next we're going to be seasoning the fish, drizzling it with some oil, and then we're going to have a couple of nubs of butter to put in there as well. 
So we've got some oil on the base, on top of the fish, get some salt, generous amount of sea salt. I'm going to do both sides of the fish, rub it in. So really well seasoned turbot getting popped straight on top of that trivet. Decent sized roasting pan. Obviously for a fish this size, they, they do have fancy pans. Um, I think it's called a turbotine, turbot something. My dad's got one of course, because he loves showing off with big pans. But um, in a normal roasting tin, I've now got the turbot on top of some fennel orange. I'm gonna add the rose. It's gonna help be the sauce. Keep it nice and moist, slightly braise it as it roasts. And finally, as I said, a couple of slices more of orange on top. Now, if it's a massive turbot, you can score the fish on top as well, just to let these flavors penetrate further. Um, but for this one, keeping it quite simple, it's gonna go into the oven and roast for 30 to 35 minutes. Check it and baste it in some of those sauces and juices just to keep it moist. And if it is looking like it's drying out, then just whack a piece of tin foil over the top. Then we're gonna move on to preparing these beautiful fresh strawberries. So the perfect thing to pair with a beautiful bit of sort of roasted turbot is strawberry sprinkled with a little touch of sugar. And this just brings out all of that sweetness. So I'm going to thinly slice these whopping bright red, beautiful strawberries, and then sprinkle little bit of sugar on before sort of finishing with the balsamic vinegar and herbs. So it's kind of a, I suppose a strawberry salad on the side of the turbot, but it's gonna be quite meaty really. I mean, turbot in itself is a very rich, decadent fish with a wonderful texture. But strawberries as well, if they're not cooked or not left to over ripen and go all squidgy they've got a really nice bite to them so i'm going to try and retain that but um pairing them with very savory notes of balsamic and then chervil one of my favorite herbs and chive as well just very very finely chopped chive for a, a subtle hint of allium like you would get by using a shallot in a dish so got my strawberries grab a pinch of sugar I'm going to leave those for about 10 minutes and then add in the balsamic vinegar. Meanwhile, I'm just going to chop up some herbs. I've got the chervil from the polytunnel that Holly, my wife, who does all the recording here, she's grown especially for me. I think it's like an early birthday present because it's quite a difficult herb to get hold of. And then lovely fresh chives that I'm finely slicing I'm going to toss with the strawberries. And this is all while the turbot's in the oven, roasting away. I'm gonna baste it in its own juices in a sec. And for the last few minutes, add a couple of knobs of butter. And that will be lunch. It's gonna be al fresco dining at its very best. You know, really wonderful fresh strawberries that I'm giving a twist on, but to be honest, I've kept back a whole punnet for the children because I think everybody loves clotted cream and strawberries. So we're going to have some of that for afternoon tea. Sounds like a good day. Okay, so that is one very lovely smelling roasted turbot. I'm just serving it, as I said, really simply with the strawberries that have been 
marinated in balsamic vinegar, chive and chervil. That's going to provide sweetness and acidity. We've got the turbot roasted on a bed of fennel, rosé and orange. And for me, this just says, you know, summer, luxury, real treat for the garden. Eat it outdoors, enjoy. And however you eat your strawberries, they are one of the best fruits in the world. And when they're British and they're in season, they don't taste any better than this. Thank you.